Shalom Abarach, we have to Maseches Gittin Daf Yudalid. Today's Daf primarily discusses the Sugi of my Midshlashton and how it works on big things or small things. How if there's a Mekach Tois, that would override not only my Midshlashton, but even an actual Kenyan. And then we discuss whether when someone says, Hoylech, bring this to someone that's like he's telling him to be Zoichet for that person. And what happens if when the Shliach shows up, the recipient has already died. We begin with Rav telling Rav Acha Bardalo. He says, I have this cob of Merik of Saffron by you. I want you to give it to that fellow over there. And he told him that in front of him. So he assumed that since he told him in front of this third party, that he could not retract that transference because it's Ba'ap it's a Maimich Lashtan. And all the parties were there. When he told him that, he said, I want, you, I want you to give it to Mr. X so that I don't back out on this. I mean, that's why I want him here. It sounds like that he could have backed out from the Lushan. It sounds like he could have backed out, which sounds like that the Mamash Lushan doesn't actually make the Kenyan automatically. Otherwise, he wouldn't be allowed to back out. The Gemara clarifies that what he was saying was, I'm telling you to give it to him in front of him so that I can't back out. Because the Mamet Shloshton is going to automatically create the transfer. The Gemara says, yeah, Rav Acha already told us this. Uh, Rav told us this. Uh, Rav, Rav Huna says in the name of Rav that if someone says, hey, uh, Mr. B, you owe me money. So I want you to give it to C over there. Right? The one, the Mamet Shloshton, since they're all standing there, A, B, and C, it automatically transfers that B now instead of owing A, owes C. So this Mamash Lashton is an old halacha. What's the Chiddush here? With this kav of saffron? And the Gemara answers, I would think that maybe by Amona, that's a lot of money, but for one kav, maybe Mamash Lashton wouldn't af- take effect. Kamash Malon, it most certainly does, whether it's a big or a small transaction. Next, the Gemara tells us that, that there was a, uh, a bunch of gardeners, and they were going through their inventory, and it turns out that one of the uh, gardeners had five extra zuz. So they said... Between the two, uh, between, between all the gardeners, they said, give this five zoos to our landlord for all of us. And that's what he did. When he, but when this gardener got home, he made a cheshman and he realized that, no, 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 that those five zoos were actually mine. The thing is that the gardener, the, their landlord was right there when they made that transfer. So we had a maimach lashton. All the gardeners told this one gardener to give it to their landlord standing there for them. And not only that, that they actually did the kinyan. He actually handed these five zoos over to the landlord. So when he came to Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, what am I supposed to do? First of all, you did Rav's Mamet Shlashton, and second of all, you actually made a Kenyan. So Rava turns to Rav Nachman and says, are you sure about that psak? He's not claiming that I didn't give it to the landlord. He was saying that I... It wasn't the landlord's to get. It was a total mistake. They were actually my zoos. I didn't think that they were supposed to go to the landlord. So Rev Nachman retracted and he said, you're right. In, w- in which case, uh, the guy was mistaken about these five zoos. He thought it wasn't his. It turns out it was. That's a uh, Kenyan toys. And that would not only uproot the Mamet Shlashtan, it would uproot the Kenyan that they did there as well. And the uh, five zoos goes back to this gardener. Next, the Gemara gives us a case where someone says, I want you to bring this money, 100 bucks, to that to, to, to Mr. X because I owe him it. Rav says that this loive 
who's sending the money to Mr. X, he is responsible for the money to get there. And if anything happens on the way, he will have to pay for it. However, if he wants to retract and call back his messenger, he can't. It's already in the property of Mr. X. But Shmuel disagrees. He says, no, no, no. If he's Chayiv Bachri Yusai, he's responsible for it, that means it's still in Mr. A's Rishus. It's not by Mr. X yet. And therefore, if he wants to pull it back at any point before it gets to Mr. X, he can. So the Gemara offers that maybe they're arguing in whether when he when he tells someone, Hoylech, can you bring this to him? It's like he's saying, can you be Zoichet for him? Maybe Hoylech is like Zichi, Hoylech Kechzi. But the Gemara says, that's not the Machalekis. Really, everyone holds that, yeah, saying Hoylech is like Kezi. It's, uh, zichi, it's like he's asking him to be Zoichet for Mr. X. But over here, they're arguing in whether we say Migu. Migu, that since, like Shmuel says, Mitoich, since Mr. A is responsible for this money. He's therefore still in control and can't, and has the right to retract it. Rav says, there's no Migu. He could be responsible and both not be in control of it. We have a Bryce at the backs of Rav who says that the one who borrowed it is totally responsible. That if someone says, bring, uh, to Mr. A says, bring this money, this hundred bucks to Mr. X because I owe him it. Or if he says, give this money, he doesn't say bring, he says 10. Give this money to Mr. X because I owe it to him. Or if he says, bring, bring this money to that person because I have a picodon by him that I want to get back. Or if he says 10, give this money to that guy because he has my picodon. He's chayiv, he's responsible for this money. Until it gets to Mr. X. And like Rav said, he still cannot retract on it, bring, call back that hundred bucks once he gave it to the Shliach. The Gemara asks, how is the Shliach coined by the case of the Pikadon? Maybe Mr. X doesn't want his Pikadon. Maybe Mr. A doesn't want his Pikadon to be in anybody else's possession. Rav Zeris says, no, 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 we're talking about where the Loive is known to be a Kafron an unreliable person, and we definitely do want the shliach to be in possession of it. Next, of Sheshis had this money for clothing in Mechuzah, and he told Yosef Bar Chamo, when you're there, if you don't mind bringing this back for me. So he went, and they gave him this money for Rav Sheshis, and they told Rabbi Yosef Bar Chamo, do me a favor, make a kinyan on it so that you'll be responsible for the money on, en route to Rav Sheshis. Rabbi Yosef said, absolutely not. Or rather, he said, in. He said, yeah, sure, sure, sure thing. But then he retracted. He said, you know what? No, I'm not taking responsibility for it. And when he came back to Rav Sheshes, he said, that was actually a great move, not taking responsibility, because that's not your job. You're just doing me a favor and bringing it back. You don't need to be responsible for all the money. They were the ones who borrowed it. The Pazik says, Alternatively, they should be the ones who are taking responsibility, not you. Next, Rav Achi... Ben Reb Yoishia. He had this silver clee, this goblet in Narda. And he asked Rav Dustoy, Reb Yanai, and Reb Yoishi, Bar Kipar, to bring it back for him from Nardoi. So when he got there, they gave it to them. And they asked, after they handed it over, uh, make a Kenyan on it. I want you to take responsibility for it. So they said, uh, No. So they said, oh, well, then give it back to us. 
Rev Dustoy, Rev Yanei said, okay, I'll give it back to you. But Rebbe Barkeeper said, no, I'm not giving it back. You already gave it to me. I'm going to go bring it back to its owner. So they started being Metzair him. And they told Rev Dustoy, look what Rebbe Barkeeper is doing. He's not giving us back the silver cup. So they said, yeah, 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 you should keep bothering him, keep beating him. So when they came back, Rabbi Yossi Barkeeper says, look, I, I stood up for you. I didn't take a chariah for it, but I already had your cup, so I didn't give it back. But, you know, Rav Dostoy, who you sent me with, he was egging them on. So Rachai asked, why'd you do that? He said, well, these were very, very big people with very intimidating clothing and deep voices and scary names like Arda, Arta, Pili, and Rish, uh, Borish. When they say tie someone up, that guy gets tied up. When, he say, when they say kill somebody, that man gets killed. If they would have killed Destoy, if they would have killed me, uh, who would give a uh, new child to my father like me? Javachai asked, were these people close to the government? And he said, yeah. He said, do they have, do they have horses and uh, mustangs that they could have chased after you? He said, yeah. He said, in that case, you did well by avoiding that conflict. Next, the Gemara gives us a case of someone who says, to bring this money is 100 bucks to this to Mr. X. And when they show up, they're looking for Mr. X and they can't find him. He already passed away. So we have one bracer that tells us, give the money to the one who sent it, to Mr. A. There's another bracer that says, give it to the Yarshim of Mr. X. That's fulfilled the shlichas, even though the recipient died. We have a... We have a a number of options of what, what the machlekas between these prices are. Maybe the machlekas is one holds that saying just saying bring it to Mr. X is like he's telling him to be zoichet for Mr. X. And the other holds it's not like he's being zoichet for him. But Baba Bar-Mamal says no, really. Second option, everyone agrees that just saying bring it to someone doesn't mean he's zoichet automatically for him. The discrepancy between the Bryces can be explained by saying one was with a when the sender was healthy, and the other one was when the sender was dying. When he was dying, a Shivme Ra's word is like it's signed, sealed, and delivered, and therefore the money should still be given to the Yarshim of Mr. X. Because the command of giving it to him was far more potent. But as Viz says, the truth is both cases can be, both prices could be where the sender was dying. So why would you return to sender? Third explanation, we're going to deliver it when the Mr. X was alive when he gave the money to the shliach. But we're going to send it back to the deliverer when he gave it over to the shliach when Mr. X was already dead. Repapa has a fourth option that really in both cases, the, the sender was healthy. It's just that Mr. X died. When Mr. X dies while, the, while Mr. A is still alive, then we're going to send it back to Mr. A. But if Mr. A died while Mr. X was still alive, we're going to give it to the origin of Mr. X. Again, the money's going from Mr. A to Mr. X. Over here, we have a mitzvah to be mekhaim the divrei ha-mace. So since Mr. A is now the mace, we're going to fulfill his request of delivering the money to the Yorushim of Mr. X. The Gemara says maybe the machlekas of whether saying hoylech is like saying zechi. It's an automatic requirement for the recipient. Maybe that's machlekas tanoim. Because we have one b'risa that says, if a person says hoylech money le, le 
the plainy. Deliver this hundred bucks to Mr. X. And then when they show up at Mr. X, Mr. X has died. Tanakama says, send it back to Mr. A. Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Yaakov say that even if Mr. A died, you're going to give it to the Yorushim of Mr. A. The Yesh Oyemrim tells us, third opinion, there are five, six opinions here. The, the Yesh Oyemrim say, you give it to the Yorushim of Mr. X. Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah says, from Rabbi Yaakov, in the name of Rameir, that we have a mitzvah to be Mekayim Divri Ames. The Chachomim say, divide it between the sender's Yorushim and the recipient's Yorushim. Both Mr. A and Mr. X's Yorushim should divide this money. And number six, in Bavel, they said that you should do whatever the Shliach would have wanted, whatever Mr. A, Mr. A would have wanted. And if Shimonisia actually says over there in the Brisa that he had a story like this, and they said send the money back to Mr. A or to his uh, Yorshim since he had passed. So maybe the whole Machlech is as follows Tanakama holds that just saying Hoylech is not an automatic Zechia, so it's going to come back to Mr. A. Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Yaakov say also it's not automatic, so it's going to come back to Mr. A's Yorshim if Mr. A had died. And we're not going to say mitzvah l'kaim So it'll still stay with Mr. A, even though he asked for it to be sent to Mr. X. The Yesh Oymrim hold that Hoylech is like Zichi, and therefore it goes to Mr. X's Yarshim. Rabbi Huda will say, well, he said from Rabbi Yaakov, from her mayor, they'll hold that Hoylech is not like Zichi, but nevertheless, the mitzvah to be mekayim divrei will override this Zichiyah, and we're going to deliver it to Mr. X's Yarshim. The Chachamim, they say to split it between the two Yorshim because they are Masupak. And in Babel, we'll say that assessing the situation to see what Mr. A would have wanted, that comes first. Rabbi Shimon was saying, my Shishaya, that happened with him. And tomorrow we'll discuss Bezer Hashem finishing the parak, why this Baisa might not be revolving about Hoylich Kizichi. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.